All right, Leafs talk. J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee. Leafs blow another one. Uh, Three-goal lead. They did it. They, they blew it to the Islanders, and then they blew this game. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two straight games. The Leafs yeah. have blown big leads For against sure. opponents while they're, you know, chasing the playoffs. And tonight, I... Man, didn't I thought get the we precious were... loser point tonight. I thought for sure we we're bailing towards it. Didn't even get it tonight. I got I got a confession to make that okay. I know everybody <laughs> I think if you're a Leafs fan right now, from my you know me, I don't really like to go on the old Twitter during the games. I like to like to stay off of it. Mm. But here's my quick glance at what people are gonna be blaming tonight. All right. They're gonna be blaming the just the penalty kill, the top guns, the refs, right? Like mm. this is the are we hitting the checklist? Those are all perfect. Yeah. I mean, but we should also blame me who bet the Leafs to go to overtime because remember I said after last <laughs> game, <laughs> I, mushed I mushed him. I think, hey, listen, you can blame Mitch Marner. You can blame William Nylander. You can blame the refs, whatever. You just, I, you could, as Akon once said famously, put the blame on me, you know, put the blame oh, on me. I, I, that is. That's a great song. <laughs> I think it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know if it holds the test of time though. I think, it's Probably not. About, <laughs> I think it was about some pretty shady things that yeah. I don't think it would really work too well in 2024, which it is now. Uh, dude, I thought we were going to be having a great time tonight. I thought this was going to be a quick in, quick out. Wow. Way to go Leafs. Boy, the Avs really don't do a great job of defending their own net. Morgan Riley, brilliant to start. You know, they're getting some secondary scoring, some good punch down the lineup again. I'm saying these are the things they need. This is the kind of night they need against good teams, right? And then it just it it falls apart like a punched wedding cake. It sucked. That game sucked. There's a couple of different ways to look at this. Would you like to start with the positive way to look at it? <laughs> sure. I like yeah. Because because I'm really twisting my own arm here to go here. Okay, so I'll start okay. with this. That uh you know, just I'm having a tough time here. Let me just dig deep into my brain that you're right there with one of the Stanley cup contenders. You get a big lead. Of course you blow it, but they're going to score some goals. I understand that you're right there with them. And you know, you get in the third period to get jobbed a few calls where you would have had power plays and other power play hasn't been good. They get jobbed a few calls. You're right there with them. And your third string goalie lets one in through his chest from the top of the circle. So, you know, you're right there with them. The negative side of it is that, you had your three stars on your team or four stars, Tavares. He didn't feel like he didn't play a lot in this game, Tavares, but your stars on your team were just not even close to the stars on the other team. Like there is no comparison between the stars. And you watch Nathan, you watch Nathan McKinnon, who yeah. eventually scores the eventual game winner. And did he have a goal before that? I'm just trying to think back of who they scored. Yeah, John fifteen oh three for Johnny T. I'm trying to think of who scored their goals. Yeah, no, John Tavares played. It was just yeah, it was not it was not That's a great low. game for him. I was gonna say That's yeah, low. low for him. Well, yeah, they they took they they loaded up the top line and they yeah. thought uh, they they thought other lines were going tonight. They've been doing more balancing down the lineup recently. Now that they really trust the they trust the third and fourth lines a little bit more. But yeah, anyways, go on. So McKin no, so no, no, so you know McKinnon scores a game winner and has an assist. Miko Rantanen yeah. scores. I mean, Jonathan Drouin's playing on their top line. So there are three guys that are playing up in there. You know, Ross Colton gets the empty netter and Cogliano yeah, gets the other one. Yeah. Anyways, it just was a massive discrepancy between, like, I don't ever want to hear the conversation about Matthews and McKinnon. Like, it's, you know, there's people who are like, oh, I think maybe Matthews, maybe the guy right behind. It's like, sure, he's better. He's an incredible goal scorer. But Nathan McKinnon is a force of nature. Like, this is, you know, 
what, whatever you want to say about Matthews, whatever you want to say about the Leafs stars, they're unbelievable, but they're not in the conversation with McKinnon. McKinnon is a wrecking ball. This guy is up and down the ice. It's like he had a goal and an assist. Felt like he could have had five points tonight. Just he had the puck on his stick so much. I was just incredibly impressed by them. And I just thought that the Leafs stars, he kind of made them. He was their daddy tonight. It felt like. I, I feel like there's only, to me anyways, to me. Yeah. There's only three guys that just consistently feel like they can take over hockey games where you just feel their presence every single shift. And it's Kucherov, it's McKinnon, and it's McDavid. Yeah. Like those, uh, those Kucherov, guys. he does for sure, but it's not as consistent. Just not I as agree. consistent. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, but he definitely buddy. has his moments. Yeah. It's, he has his it's moments. not. I'm just saying that those three guys have it where it just goes, oh, every single shift you just feel when they're on, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a different animal. Matthews, again, it's going to get twisted. People are going to be pissed about this, but I feel like he does it for a period and then it, not a game, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. he can take over for a period. He can, he scores better than anybody on the planet. I really do think that there's a chance he goes down as the best goal scorer of all time, but you're right. There's just. There's a, there's a, there's levels to the game and McKinnon is just one of those guys. He's the closest thing we have in the league to McDavid. And tonight it was a reminder of it. I, I really like that point. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm really not. The Leafs are too far down the track for me to be giving them like moral victories of hanging in there with a good team when they're at home and they had a three goal lead. Like, why do you think my positive spin was two seconds and my yeah, negative yeah, spin hey. was 25 minutes here? Bro, like, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just rebutting. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. ta- I'm just continuing yeah. the conversation. Yeah. I'm just playing yeah. off of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like, they got caved in for two periods of the hockey game. They really like, did. I didn't think it was particularly close. I think you're, like the, the whistle wasn't going the Leafs way, but I actually thought the Leafs got away with some missed calls too throughout that game. Like that could have gone for the Avs. Thought that so, the, the penalty on McCabe was just two nights in a row or two games in a row where he's just gone full bozo. But I, I, before I we get to refs, the stars. Yeah. Before we get to refs, I have the, I said to you before we started, that there was something that made me really happy out of this game. Yeah, it was. And it's that, you know, there's been a lot of talk by American hockey people and American hockey media about how it's like, oh, we're the best. We're the best. Like we're coming for you. We're coming for you. And it's like, you know, America just doesn't have what McKinnon is. McKinnon is just Canadian hockey supremacy. I love it's this true, spin. buddy. He I, is. I know I'm with you. I'm with buddy, you. Like I'm just he's saying- hockey. He is Canadian hockey phenom personified cares more than everyone heart yeah. and soul run you through a brick wall score yeah. a goal do whatever you want edge nasty edge nasty, to him like yeah heart he, and soul like yeah. every guy in the team's afraid to go out for a donut because he's gonna cut them like he's yeah. an unbelievable he's an animal all he cares about is hockey look at their the defenseman kale mccarr kale mccarr had the puck on his stick for half the yeah. game tonight he's incredible like yeah. don't come at me anymore usa watch mckinnon play hockey like that tonight, I was like, I, as the Leafs are getting filled in, I'm like, ah, at least we still got Canada. Still, we got Canada. Well, boys. Like, in I'm, theory, someday they say. So they oh, yeah. say someday. Yeah. But like uh, I, I, Canada, we're fine. You know, like sure. I see I see y'all like wit and there's like, oh, we're going to be better than you. It's like, be careful. Okay. Be careful. <laughs> Just like I, we're still Canada. It. We're still I Canada. So I there, get it. That was I my pot. That's, really nice, that's a nice positive spin. But yeah, Thank to you. the star point. I think that's the thing that frustrated me the most about tonight is Sheldon Keefe goes and says, okay, I'm going to load up with the top boys. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put all, I'm going to put the money line together. The, the big money boys are all going to play together. Nylander just got a big old bag of cash. Marner's trying to get his Matthew should be using uh, McKinnon as a litmus test. They're, they're starting to get caved in. 
Did you feel the presence of the three uber duber multimillionaires tonight? Like, did you feel like, wow, they were really pressing the avalanche? Like, no, that that to me is one of the most disappointing things about all of this is just those guys played a ton and I wasn't really feeling them for large stretches of the hockey game. Yeah, like Willie played the most there of the of the three. And yeah. I couldn't tell you one thing he did to earn the the promotion. Like, is there is there one moment in the game where you're like, oh, wow, Willie really has jumped in these first two I have periods. one note of him. He made a really sharp play on the PK that I yeah. liked. Yeah, but up it's like, are, are you like, elevate no. Domi, elevate Yarncroft, elevate Holmberg. Are you watching the game, Sheldon? Do you see who was dominating for you? That third line was unbelievable. Yep. Holmberg looked like, he like I don't know, the 229s. Yeah. Thing. Best players on the ice. Yeah, that was the best. I sent in asking for the clips <laughs> of McKinnon, and you were like, "Which one?" Which twenty nine? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but he was awesome. And it's yeah. like it felt like he they stopped using him a little bit, and it's just like yeah. let's go back to the old, the old dice roll, a uh, stack in the three guys that have not been very good. It's like I know they make the most. I know they're the stars, but if you're watching the same game I'm watching, Domi was excellent tonight, totally and we. And we've seen his ability to play up in the lineup. But remember when Matthews was hurt and they put him with Marner and they had like, well, they have three or four points that night together. They yeah. were awesome. And it's like Domi was so good tonight. It's like, this is a perfect opportunity. You ride the hot hand. You see a guy that's playing well. He's put him up. But no, instead, you got to be like, you know what? Let's load up the line that never works. Like when have those three well, guys, got, they, they feel like the only time they ever score when they're on the ice together is on a power play. They but never I agree. score together. You know, you know what's even more of a piss off though is like the second line becomes completely nothing, and you go, nothing. all right, so all these guys are making thirteen, you know, thirteen and eleven million dollars now with Mitch is trained the thirteen percenters, let's call them, because everybody's getting thirteen percent or more, right? It's two cap percentage are the thirteen percent. <laughs> the thirteen percenters. How about you split them all up and you let them all drive a line and you try to find some balance in your lineup? Like you know yeah. what you have when you play the top yeah. guys together, and they weren't going. And so no. if you're gonna do the blender thing. I'm totally with you. Try to see something that you haven't seen before. Put yeah. Domi up. Put 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 Pontus Holmberg up. He was playing well. He was playing yeah, hard he the entire game. He was engaged. He was one of the only guys on the ice tonight that I was like, oh, consistently was awesome. Start to yeah. finish was Pontus Holmberg. So, no, dude, I, I think it's a great point. I'm totally with you. And when people get frustrated with Sheldon Keefe, I think this is one of the big issues that I have with him is mm -hmm. he's he's the dice roll guy, the dice move. You know, he's, he's do, he does it too much. When he gets back into a corner – it's the same move every single time. Load it up, load yeah, it up, like, load it up. Domi played 11.53 tonight. It's not enough for how he was playing. It's just not enough. Pontus Holberg played 10 minutes tonight. It's not mm -hmm. enough for how he's going. It's like he talked about it in, he talked about it in, I don't know when it was, but one of his availabilities, how he's trusting his bottom six more. Mm -hmm. It's like the second you get into a tight game where you're getting caved, your top guys are getting caved in, you don't give them a look. Just, I, <sighs> But Bad one tonight. To you too, that Bad one tonight just, for Sheldon. You, don't you feel like the Leafs were just playing for overtime too? Like the, sure. the last, no question, the last like 15 minutes of the hockey game, they just went fully into okay, we're we're just trying to get this point. We're just trying to hold them off. Don't don't score on us. We won't score on you. That that ugh, I, I did not like tonight. I really did no. not. I, it's funny too because my first period notes are just all positive, me glowing, and then the later this game goes, it's just sour in the notepad. I, yeah, I just thought even from the even like the first maybe three minutes of the game, I was like, oh boy, the Leafs might get filled in here. 
Like the way that they look fast, big, strong, rolling four lines, good decor. Like that Devon Taves, maybe the most underrated guy in the league. Like he is awesome defensively really with, McCar- with McCarr. Like that's our top pairing for team Canada. Sorry to go back to team Canada, but we're like, we're no, fine. You don't have to apologize. Those, again, those, guys, just, those guys are our top pairing. There's yeah. our top pairing. They're studs. They're so good together. It's just, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think we have to go to the officiating here because it's the number sure. one thing. Everybody's pissed off about it. And I, and like, I'm not miss. We're never ref guys. We actually never talk about refs on the show, which people who listen all the time will understand that. And Okay, the one the one that really gets me, and it's not the cross check on Matthews because I think that play happens a lot. I think I, did, I Man, didn't think that was a penalty. I think Manson, Manson just caught him in the sweet spot and it hurt. Mm-hmm. Like he he, yep. he extended the puck was on his stick. He extended, caught him in the sweet spot. It hurt. The slash on was it on Lilligren the slash? Mm-hmm. That one is just got to get called. The puck's on his stick. It's up in the hands. That's been called every time since the lockout came out. And then to go down here and you have McCabe do the stupid thing. Clearly he's hot. He's mad. A little bit of a dive from uh ranting and coming up here. Uh yeah, like I mean, maybe not. Sure, a but that come he's on. Pretty man. Hard. He's got his head down. It's, it's, blind. Stu- it's, it's a stupid play. Puck, like, but yeah. that but in the space kind time continuum, that doesn't happen if you just call a clear penalty, a slash on the hands with a guy with a puck in his stick. Their yeah. power play's been wretched anyway. I understand it, but like there was a few things in the third period there where I think the, the refs, sorry, Leaf fans have a legitimate gripe with the refs, but ultimately this game doesn't come down to the officiating. I, I just think we had to address it. Like, I'm not going to sit here yeah. and be like, the reason the Leafs lost that game is officiating. You have to be stupid to think that. The reason they lost it is because their stars shrunk against the other team's stars. But mm-hmm. it's just, it, there were some missed ones. So there you go. There's, yeah, your brother, chunk I, of, there's your chunk of meat, Leaf fans. That's all I got hey, for you. Hey, buddy, I think you're cooking tonight. All right? I oh, think you're you. cooking. I was gonna keep feeding you. Like I just keep keep giving you the ball. Just keep giving you the ball. I just you're cooking. I agree. I don't think that it was the best officiating. I thought that that was obviously a missed call. Yeah. Um, you know that you're right. That one you usually see. But get McCabe can't do that. Yeah. What are you doing? That, and he, I'm sorry. What I say I'm, last game. What I yeah. say last game about McCabe. This is what he is. He's the guy on your team that gives you the physical presence, which you do like. He's mm-hmm. a guy on your team that. Will jump up in the rush and sometimes makes a, a good play, which is nice. He's an aggressive player that brings listen, dude. The Leafs are a pretty passive ass team. I think we can say that pretty conclusively at this point. Like yes. not a lot of guys that have the thump of McCabe. So you need, you need what he has. But boy, does he ever just he again, we always say it makes brain dead plays because he's got that he's got that horniness to make the big hit and to make the big play. And I said it last time, I'm just repeating myself, but you just got to live with it for him because you need his element on the team. Joe, do we have, how long of a clip do we have of the game winner from McKinnon? Because it's just a terrible shift from McCabe and I hate to go back down the road, but there's a point in that play where Mm -hmm. it's Riley and Lilligren. I think Riley and Lilligren are together or Riley and Brody were together. Anyways, they have the puck in the top, in the zone with Willie Matthews and and uh, Nylander and they've had a lot of possession for the whole shift here and they're really doing well anyways it doesn't show it here but they go off you see Benoit come on and your Benoit is over in his spot left side just standing there and they got the puck down below the goal line and McCabe they have possession their three best players on the team have possession in the offensive zone and McCabe comes flying down to the hash marks like stick on the ice mm-hmm. and he's just like, I know you're an aggressive guy, but you got to pick your spots. You're in a 1-1 game, or sorry, a 3-3 game, a tie game with one of the best teams in the league. The puck goes out towards, he's not there, he's twisted up, 
He's now he's chasing McKinnon. McKinnon comes back, puts the stop signs on him. He's all horned up. He goes flying into the corner and he shoots it in the net. It's just, he gets so aggro and like, you like it, but I know you got to live with some of this, but I'm not living with this one. It's a tie game against a team. Like you're looking no, for a point too, here. He's he's cost them a minimum. You could say in the last two games of, yeah, I would say two points. It's just, it's, it's not, it wasn't pretty tonight again for him. And mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of guys that it wasn't pretty for, but that one in particular really bugged me. It's a winning Dude, goal. Gonna, yeah. I was going to say outside of Morgan Riley, I, I, I actually, and some, again, good plays from Benoit, especially considering who he is. It just, uh, I, he just pops to me as someone who makes a good positive play plays within himself. Thought he was solid again tonight, but God. the blue line to me was actually, this was a reminder of, yeah, boy, it's, it's, it's not great. <laughs> you know, they've been papering it together this season and they've gotten away with it. They've gotten points. And then all Nylander just kind of grabbed all of the conversation of, Hey, this team needs another defenseman to try to figure this thing out. And, Again, great first period. Lilligren gets a goal. That was nice. Morgan Riley makes what I think is maybe his play of the season, right? Just doesn't oh, give up on a play. Beautiful, beautiful zone exit, like gets a yep. puck, exits the zone, chases the puck down, catches the defender, like basically sleeping. I think yep. it was it Manson. Yeah, he just he picked his pocket. Yeah, he, took, he, he just stole like, his cookies from the cookie yeah, jar. They're Bing. expecting him just to turn and go to the bench. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, no, I'm Morgan Riley. I'm gonna do this. And he flips a backhand goal. Uh not his first career see. backhand goal, I think. Yeah, I've never say, seen him score in the backhand ever. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like I it mean, might he, be. He he does have that 20 goal season where he'd probably have to run yeah, that one back maybe. and maybe he's got one in there. But yeah, no, that's not really his move. But yeah, beautiful play by Morgan Riley. I was gushing about it. I thought tonight was going to be Riley talk the way that he played so, the first period. He was awesome. Everybody else. There's, though, some, there's something to be said, though, about what you're talking about with the decor and them mm-hmm. patching it together. Like they've had a pretty easy schedule here. And I believe, according to some sites, they have the hardest strength of schedule left. Well, I can tell you right now that they jump from. I'll try. Uh, they have the second hardest schedule remaining. Number one is Boston. Two yeah. is the Leafs. The Athletic could, put this together. Yeah. Okay. They jump from. Mm, I think I actually have it, but yeah, it's it's a pretty significant jump in strength of schedule. Dude, you see it right now. Like this is the start of what they they play the Avs. Then they've got the Red Wings tomorrow night. Then they've got the Canadian teams, the the Oilers. Like they're going to be playing the flames and yeah, it's Kraken, just, it's, Kraken have yeah. won nine in a row. Jets yeah. have won eight in a row. Like they're going on a really tough stretch here. They play, so they play the Canucks uh, next Saturday. It's, this is a tough stretch for the Leafs. This is honestly, dude, this is going to be, uh, yeah. this is going to be big time narrative time heading into the all-star break. No wool. They're going to have to play Samson over Hill to be, by the way, I wanted to ask you that actually does yeah. today not getting any points. Does it change your opinion on who you play? I think you should, you have to play Hill to be now you go. Cause I don't think Samsonov gives you a chance. I think you maybe could have got cute if you got two points tonight yeah. and said, all right, you know, we're not going to mess with this now. Now I think you got to go with the upside play of, of Hill to be, I was always like probably play Hill to be anyways, but now I think it's, it's sort of locked in stone. You gotta, you gotta put somebody in there where if he doesn't get scored on the first goal of the night, doesn't kill the team on a back-to-back. No chance you can put Samsonov in. It's got to yeah. be Hill to be. And Agreed. the fact that they didn't commit to Samson off today, who is with the team, tells me all I need to know. Buddy, you know what told me all I need to know is when Samson off came back and they went, we're not letting him talk to the media. And Sheldon Keefe said, you guys could make it worse. I went, if you got to hide the guy, if you're not playing him in the AHL, you're not giving him to the media and you're hiding him and not announcing who the goaltender is going to be going into Sunday. 
I think, yeah, they're, they're leaning to Kipper. Kipper actually nailed it on Friday. He said they should have played him on the Friday night in uh, for the Marlies. Like, why not play him? Like, is he has a bad start there? Like he's got no value anyway. It's like, it's a a Friday night start against the Sens farm team. You can't Mm -hmm. do that. It's like, you're, it's not gonna, (laughs) he goes in tomorrow night and gets lit up. It's not like he has value. Maybe let him see a couple pucks. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're I think playing it's with just, him. It's, it's pretty clear the situation is they they just want him. They think it's all mental. Yeah, uh, they want him away from the ice and that they yeah. want him protected. And they like, I, I don't know. I, I I think that the only reason that they're not playing him is because they know his confidence is completely shot. But if you're not playing him in the AHL and you think it's that bad, then I don't see how you could be playing him for the first time in the NHL. So yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be held to be tomorrow. Yeah. Anyways, this was a disappointing one. Um, Couple I, quick, I, I, I got quick quick thing yeah. for you here. Yeah, all star all star jerseys. I mean, just to keep Oof. the theme of me being mad tonight, we'll we'll keep the we'll keep the theme going here. Listen, can we, bro, I can I jump in on this first just quickly, just to say you and I are both <laughs> Bieber guys. We're Bieber guys. Die hard, okay? die hard Bieber guy. We have die always Bieber been Bieber guys. guys. Like, we've been Bieber, buddy, we've been Bieber guys going back to the you know the cut the the, the original Bieber flow. Yes. Like we didn't jump on the Bieber wagon late. We were we 100%. were there in the dark times when everyone would mock us and we would say, yeah. hey, the kid's got talent. We would send good, around that good Stratford boy. Don't you say those things about him. That's, that's always been us. Okay. Sending people the, his cover of fast car and (laughs) saying, you can't do, you gotta be elite to cover that song that way. I'd love the Biebs. I've said it for a while that the Leafs have done way too much with Bieber now. Like they've, they jumped the shark. I think you disagreed with me on the last one. You said it's for the kids. And I try to get reminded about that. And maybe this is what the kids like. The kids want these Bieber, I think they've jumped the shark with Bieber. It's gotten into the Drake zone where it's gone. Like the Raptors took it too far with Drake. The Leafs have now taken it too far with Bieber and they, they don't know how the hell to get off the ride. I like, I like you laid out, love the Biebs and love the Biebs. diehard, diehard Biebs guy, but big time. Got, believer. Got, gotta say this is above the Biebs. This is the NHL all-star game in the Mecca of hockey. Like oh. it matters the most here and I you're going to, I you're don't gonna like any of them. I just can't decide which one of them is the ugliest one is the only thing. Drew House is going to make Drew House is going to make the NHL all-star jerseys. Like it's, you have a chance here and I don't, you know, I usually don't care about this stuff at all because I I don't have to be immersed in it. I don't care about it. It's the NHL all-star game, but having it in Toronto does matter. It's the, it's the biggest market. The matter, you know, that matters the most. It's I'm sorry if you're not a Leaf fan listening to this, but it's just the truth matters the most. It's the Leaf fans. And it's like, this can't be the Jersey. What? Yeah. I, I don't, it's just so bad, man. It's and like, I'm tr- I tried like, you know me, Mr. Zag on Jersey. Sometimes I, know, yeah, I, co- I couldn't, Zag I couldn't, I couldn't zag. I just couldn't zag and be like, this is nice. I, I asked Joe to do a little homework for me. And you know, they like, since it's the classic in Toronto, mm-hmm. can we just get a variation of this? Like, let's Why like, not that, but every single other, jersey we've done a throwback for every team every team's done a jersey we're having it in toronto it's the biggest market it matters the most all the stars coming here there's a million bucks on the line in the skills competition it seems like there's a little bit more buzz than usual mm-hmm. and make it a throwback look at those look at those jerseys man oh my god oh look at that bucket on old denise of our there that bucket yeah. is horrendous for those of you that are listening and not watching <laughs> oh yeah YouTube, sorry yeah, the, sorry the, the, yeah the, the beautiful orange ones with the big yes. nhl logo in them. yes they're so nice so yeah. just just do something like that don't try and reinvent the wheel 
The Biebs can be present. The Biebs can be doing concerts. The Biebs can be around. I want to see shots of the Biebs like Taylor Swift at Arrowhead, freezing her, you know what off. I want everyone there, but I don't need him to design the jersey. I think it's but, too much. I think it's yeah, way buddy. too much. It's a bad look. I'm sorry. It makes a, it makes the least look candy ass. It does. It's a it bad does. look. It, well, this is this is the thing, and the, it's this is just part of the NHL too, and I, I think it happens to other professional sports, but not like hockey where they get something someone likes them a little bit or there's like a little bit of cool like john ham right john ham likes the st louis blues and then they're like john ham john ham john ham john ham john ham everywhere and it's just they 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 beat it into the ground because there's not a million celebrities that love the nhl or there's not a super cool factor with the nhl and so whenever they get a little morsel they can't just they can't just be cool they can't just be chill about it no they can't just have their little so right they can't just have their little you're cooking they gotta they gotta eat the whole cake and then everybody's got a tummy ache look at that go like oh why did we eat the whole cake why did we eat the whole beaver cake like if you're turning the number one and two beaver guys against beaver stuff you've gone too far you've gone too far so i'm with you i I there could have been a variation with that logo and those colors or like it just didn't have to be that insanely over the top I know. It just they it took just, it to the next level. It's embarrassing. The thing is, is like, like I am reminded that we're old now, and that the All Star Game. This is the old. I hate this I take, but it's so true. We're it's old. like it's for the kids. <laughs> Why are you mad? It's for the kids. It's not for you guys. You're old. You got one foot in the ground. You're dirt. So how how soon until uh, how soon love it? How soon until Alish uh, Forfar is rocking one of these? Of those jerseys monday <laughs> <laughs> she's on the horn there. right now yeah it's there uh, it's there yeah it's someone yeah. show said that someone said sam mckee admits he's a bieber fan i cannot take anything he says serious ever again get a light yeah come on the bees he's an international superstar from our neck of the woods the guy lives in kitchener ontario he goes to the leafs game what's not to love man he cares he cares again listen all i gotta say to the bieber haters is put into youtube Justin Bieber, fast car. Yeah. And say that's and bad. Watch that's him bad. sing fast car and tell me that he stinks and that you're, you know what? This, uh, that obviously gets the extra side tangent. We're going way too long. There's a football yeah, game. Yeah. But the, the guy, the people who still hate Bieber, it's just, you're insecure. Okay. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, yeah. but you're insecure. Same people that hate Nickelback. You, yeah. You, you say you're doing this because you're like, I hate him. I hate his music. Because you feel like someone will make fun of you if you say you like it. And so you're just you're you're out there going, he sucks, he stinks, he's brutal. No, man, he's he's good. The Beavs is good. All right. Tell you, man. Take it from me, who I was Mr. I hate country music my whole life. I pretended to hate country music for (laughs) 25, 30 years. Not 25, 35 and a half years. I pretended to hate country music. Yeah. And this last summer, I just had an epiphany. I'm like, I love this. I've always yeah. loved this. And I yeah. thought it was Mr. Cool Guy saying I don't like it. And now I listen to Creed and the Beebs and Nickelback, <laughs> Luke Combs, like whatever it is. Like, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. So don't have to be hard on okay. me just because you think you're cool. Okay. We can go now. Yeah. You can like, you can like cool music. Yeah. And you can also like pop music. Bad music. And, for sure. and you know what? I feel bad going after Bieber after Mos Def ruined drake today for everybody (laughs) (laughs) change the way that we'll listen to drake forever uh anyway okay subscribe to the podcast leave five stars hit the thumbs up do all those nice things twitter and instagram at jd bunkus at sammy mckee i assume you got nothing else right i'm all good brother all right sweet 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 uh we will see you tomorrow god tomorrow (laughs) i forgot oh tomorrow yeah tomorrow 
wings. Yeah, not right. It's not right. But we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.